0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, you know, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, on today, I want to talk about something important something that will edify your spirit, something that I pray will give you life. That is the word of God in the word of God. We are reminded in first John four to test the spirit by the spirit that we are now in a, in a phase in our life, in our history, where we are now entertaining spirits spirits that are trying to turn our attention into the di- into the direction of falsehood but we must not entertain these spirits what first john 4 is telling us is that we must test the spirit by the Spirit, why? Because First Corinthians one eighteen reminds us that the word of the cross is foolishness for those who are perishing, and there are a lot of people who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, "I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of dis- discerning. I will throw uh, throw out." that is what we are that is what we are up against today family so we must test every spirit by the spirit we must not let our guard down we must be on God at all times because there are spirits out there that are trying to destroy your soul your very soul is trying to destroy how is it trying to do that it's trying to get you to see that the word of God is not what it says it says. They're they're trying to convince you that their knowledge, that their understanding is more important than what the Bible has said. But for those who know the Bible, those who know the word of God know this, the Lord is coming. And I can prove to you in scripture how he is doing that. If you have a few moments, I just want to share just a few moments with you. I want to turn your attention over to the book of Matthew, the 26th chapter and the 28th verse. This is where the Lord instituted the the last supper, or it would be the communion meal as we come to know it. He says, Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples. Keep bread in mind as your first. Take, eat. This is my body. And Jesus then took the cup. This is number two. When he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out For many, for the forgiveness of sin. Now, Jesus took bread and he took wine. He took two elements on one night. But we are in a world where they are giving two shots. One is called day zero and the other one is on the 21st day. Now, I want you to think about that 21st day. Why is that 21st day is so important? I'm not trying to get off track or anything, but I just want you to understand the 21st day is one seven. God rested on the seventh day, but he not only rested on the seventh day, the Trinity father, son, and Holy spirit all rested on the seventh day. The number seven is a number of completion because it took God seven days to do everything, even rest on the seventh day. So that three in those sevens have a big deal when it comes down to this vaccine. I do not feel good about this vaccine. And I'm telling you, I want not to be wrong about this. Because here's the thing. If I am wrong in the world, then so be it but I've made you aware because of what I've said. But if I am right in Christ, then how many souls will be saved because you have listened? Not to rhetoric, but to truth. Why is it that the Lord has taken two elements, bread and wine to give us the opportunity to the tree of life, but now science mask as Satan, sheep in wolves clothing is saying that you have to have two shots or two uh, immunization vaccinations. Why? Because the copycat does everything that he sees the master do. So this communion is something that is so special. Jesus is letting his disciples know, but he is letting the world of disciples who follow him know. These words, I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of divine until the day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. What does this mean? I'll tell you what this means. If you go over to Luke chapter 14 and we come down to verse 15, you'll see that Jesus gave a parable about a great man who gave a a banquet and what he did was he sent his servant out to get those who had already had invitations and when he when the servant went out to give the invite to rsvp people weren't ready they made excuses for why they could not come to the banquet so the servant Sitting at the table when he heard the news of why the people that the servant that that the that the the master of the house had already uh, sent the invitations out to when the master of the house heard this, he was upset. So he told his servant to go into the highways and hedges and compel anyone and everyone to come to his banquet so that his house may be filled. Did Jesus not tell his disciples that in his father's house, there are many mansions? The father has given us this, this great banquet that he's waiting on us to take part in so that Jesus can, can take part of this ceremonial meal with all of us. But there are so many out there now who are trying to, to distract you with the things that are happening in the world. Yes, death is a part of this world. But if you will take a look at what's happening, the distractions that are trying to pull you away from believing in in, in the Lord. It's trying to, to distract you by turning your attention away from mo- what is most important. Yes, loved ones are leaving. Yes, there is a, a, a virus. I can honestly tell you that there is a virus, but we go through this every year. But they are making this, this virus, the one that they're trying to really press upon you. We hear about the flu every year, except for last year. We only heard maybe 10, 10 minutes of it or, or 15 minutes of it. But this is something that they're trying to push on us now. Why? Because I believe the Lord is making his return and the copycat is seeing that. And now he is planned to distract as many as he can so that when the servant comes to receive those who have the invitations, they won't be able to go. But we, the traveling pulpit, is bringing awareness to you so that you can be aware so that you will not lose your invitation, that you will stand firm in the day of the Lord. When that day comes, that you will be ready to go when the Lord says, come. And this is how, you know, he is coming over in John, John 20. Verse six, the resurrection. Jesus has been in the tomb three days. Mary is going to the the tomb to put spices on Jesus, whatever she's going to the tomb for, but she notices that the tomb is wide open. The rock is moved. She looks down and she doesn't see a body and she begins to panic. So she takes off running. And who does she run into Peter and John? And she tells them that they have taken the Lord, believing that the government has taken the Lord's body. But Jesus is not there. So Peter and John, they take off running and they are, I mean, they are making tracks. They are getting to this tomb as quickly as possible. But John gets there first. John being younger of the disciples or the youngest of the disciples gets there first. And what happens when he looks in, John takes a a, a bold look, but he doesn't go in because he is not the leader of the disciples. The leader of the disciple is Peter. But John takes a look and when he looks in, this is, what, this is what what John sees. John sees the linen clothes folded up in a place on, on one side, but then he sees the face cloth that covered Jesus' head laying in a place by itself. Now, why is this so significant as being proof of the Lord's return? Because in, he, in the ancient Hebrew custom... When the master of the house was would be eating his meal, the servant knew he was done his meal when the master would clean his face and his hands and lay the napkin on the plate. So that the servant might know that the that the master is done with his meal and come clean the table. But when the servant went back to the master who was very upset in the story in Luke, the parable in Luke. The master folded the napkin neatly and laid it next to his plate, letting the servant know that the master had not finished his meal, but would be coming back to his meal. Traveling pulpit family, I want to give you this great news, and I pray that you receive this. And I pray when you receive this, you will share this. The master is returning to the table, but he will not be alone because we will be with him. Why? Because the face cloth that was on the face of Jesus was neatly folded in a place by itself. So when Pete, so when Peter went in and John went in with him, the Bible says John believed because he knew the ancient Hebrew custom that the master is not finished with his meal, but the servant is coming for those who are invited. And I know, Traveling Pulpit family, you've been riding with me in this podcast for almost two years, and I have no doubt in my mind that you are ready just like I am, knowing that the meal has not taken place without us. But the napkin is laying perfectly beside the plate, letting the servant know that he's coming back. And when he comes back to the table, we're going to be with him. I know that without a doubt in my mind, but I will tell you this, it takes perseverance. We must have to, we must endure something in order for us to get to that meal because that meal has been made for us. We cannot lose heart. We cannot lose hope. We cannot lose faith. We cannot lose trust, but we must press full, full, full steam ahead. We must press on to the mark, to the mark of Christ. We have a savior who has sacrificed his life so that we might be able to sit at this table. And as Jesus said in Matthew, that he would not take this, this communion until he takes it with us in his father's kingdom. He is, he has to come get us in order for this to happen. I do not know a day nor a time. It is not my concern to know the day or the time. My concern is to bring awareness to your life so that you can be ready like I'm ready. No, the government. Let me tell you something about the government. What has the government given you? What has the government given you that has benefited your life? from taxes, to audits, to to freezing your accounts, to to making your life a living hell. What has the government given you in your lifetime that would compare to what they want to give you right now? You see, they have gone from immunization to shots in the arm. All you have to do is pay attention to the verbiage, the words that they're using the government has never once given you anything that you could benefit from a stimulus check. What is that? When you have bills that that mount to the to to the, the the highest of of your house. The debt that you're in, why not the government do something about that? But I tell you what the government will do. The government will take from you and make life hard for you. But Jesus has come that he might take that burden off of you and give you the opportunity to the tree of life. Traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you for allowing me to come and share this message with you. I also ask and pray that you will share this message with someone. It is so important that this message And all the other messages on The Traveling Pulpit. If you haven't listened to The Traveling Pulpit before, or if this is your first time, I want to thank you from from my heart. I want to thank you because the word does not change. People change. And people change the word. But when you allow the word to change you, That's when the word is doing its best work because it's doing its best work inside of you. You cannot change the word. The word changes you. So when you're ready, the traveling pulpit will be here to give you the word that will change you like this word changed me. Yeah, I often tell, tell people on the job that when Paul lost his head, the help wanted sign said chief center apply within and I applied and I got the job. Yes, I'm a sinner and I need the Lord Jesus. I need his blood. I believe in his sacrifice and I believe in his resurrection and I believe he is coming again. What do you believe? This is not me saying that something other than what the world produces wins because it doesn't because God wins our Lord and savior wins our Holy Spirit encapsulate us in his protection so that we in Christ will be victorious when he is victorious because he is coming and he will be victorious but will you be a part of that team the world is doing its best to, to try and get you not to be on that team. But here at the Traveling Pulpit, we want you to be on that team. Check us out on dot TravelingPulpitMinistries.com. Check out the latest blog uh, at the master's table. Also, the uh, give us a, give, give, let, let us know, uh, on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok now, Snapchat, wherever you have opportunity to listen, a uh, uh, podcast wise, or even internet wise, let us know, let us know Instagram. We will be glad to hear from you. We look forward to hearing from you and you can also, uh, support this ministry, uh, through a cash app, um, Uh, They're at PayPal, uh, even Venmo. Um, Just just know that no donation is too small to help the progress of this ministry, because times are coming when the word is not going to be received. But for those who receive it, it will be like water. Uh, It will be like a a glass, a a glass of ice cold water on a hot summer day. You'll be so glad to have it. And it's being given away for for free now. But I am just saying that I love you. I mean it. I look forward to hearing from you. And I hope that this message does for you what it has done for me. Has made me aware that we are in a time where the false prophet, the antichrist, and the beast are coming on the scene and they are doing everything they can to destroy everything that God has, has made, has done and is doing. But we have a savior and his name is Jesus for the traveling pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan. I love you. I will talk to you again real soon. Bye for now.